When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation! Let's go. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. I had Illegal Pete's today. We've been reunited. Wow. <laughs> That's I'm kind of jealous. I... Uh, Made chicken parm for Allie and I last mm. night for Thanksgiving or for Thanksgiving Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so thankful for Allie, you know. Yeah. Um, and I had leftovers of that for lunch. Delicious. I would I, I would have probably preferred illegal pizza, illegal although pizzas. I kind of went in on the chicken parm. Chicken parm is a, a great consolation prize. Yeah, exactly. But shout out illegal pizza, our presenting sponsor. Uh, actually, quite a bit to cover today. A lot of news, as always, happens right when we end the show and as we're driving home. Stuff always comes down. Yes. The latest one, another interesting decommittal from a guy who visited for Junior Day, Jason Robinson. Yes, a beast. A beast. Uh, and I loved, I think it was Haas Fawcett. Is that, am I yep. saying that right? Beautiful. <clears throat> I, I think uh, he immediately mentioned Colorado in his tweet. Yep. Said, like, also has offers from Ohio State and Colorado or something along those right. lines. Um, at junior day, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. and leaves leaves USC. There's like a couple that you love to steal from. Um, it's Nebraska. If you can right. ever get course. anyone off their hands, you love that. Uh, USC is great too, mm-hmm. because I think that like USC is obviously being looked at as from a recruiting standpoint, the ultimate power in the Pac-12 right now. Like, yeah, Oregon had a foothold on it for a while. Lincoln Riley comes in, and now they're the kind of recruiting monster. If you can beat them in some battles, that's putting them on alert. We're going places. Jason Robinson, according to 247 Sports Composite, is a four-star wide receiver. 256 player overall next year's cl- this year's class. 33rd overall wide receiver. Listed at 5'10.5", 160, Long Beach Poly High School in Long Beach, California. You mentioned the tweet from Haas Fawcett. He said, holds offers from Notre Dame, Colorado, and others. And others. Yeah. There's probably like some insane schools that are just being thrown into and others. There. Yeah. Uh, some of those insane schools, of course, USC has been committed to them for forever. Like since 2021, September 2021. So they're obviously in the mix. Florida State, Miami's in the mix. TCU, Utah are in the mix too. So. An interesting situation, though, um, and it comes after he visited for Junior Day. I saw Totri of PHNX Sun Devils kind of hyping him up, saying it because the Sun Devils coaching staff was retweeting that tweet and kind of like alluding to it. Mm. But he just visited Colorado. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Is he coming? He coming. <laughs> he already saw what it was like. What are his specs? Uh, like l- size. Five ten and a half, one sixty. Wow, a little small. He the graphic that was put out. He looks like longer than that, but um, obviously the graphics can be deceiving. Yeah, Brandon Brandon Davis Swain looked like you know Haloti Nada. In his. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, we also watched Williams Nwaniri tape when you were gone, and uh, that was a man amongst boys. Yes, yes, just an absolute beast. Do you think he's coming though, Jason Robinson? I. I don't know. Uh, what I will say is usually when someone decommits just shortly thereafter a visit, that, you know, it's a where there's smoke, there's fire type of thing. Right. Did he, he so is that the last visit he went on was junior day? I'm pretty sure. Um, 247 doesn't really have it updated. They don't have him saying or have it saying he visited for junior day, but he was there. Okay. 
247 report, well, like Adam reported that on Buff Stampede. So we haven't seen a national report kind of aggregate all that yet. Interesting. There's, <clears throat> you know, it's funny. I always think about like how many people are on staff at 247. Mm-hmm. Like, how can they possibly keep up with a thousand kids? Plus everywhere they're going and all that stuff. Yeah, like I mean, they're probably focusing on twenty six and twenty seven. Right. So yeah, I was thinking a thousand kids in this class. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. Um, so maybe we should give them more of a break when they don't have a guy rated or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So in the tweet that came out from Jason Robinson and uh, Haas Fawcett, at the very end, he said. This amazing journey of hard work and dedication, or uh, I am beyond blessed and ready to reevaluate all my options. At the end of the day, I'm just a kid with a dream who wants to make the best decision for myself, my family, and my future that will allow my dream to come true. All right. I thought you were going to say something that could like give me some. No, no. He's uh It seems like USC is out though. Well, that's good. I mean, if you're committed for that long, and then you decommit. What are the chances you actually end up going back? Yeah, I mean, even like Miami was still in the mix with Cormani. Right. So, supposedly. But I always felt like it, none of this smoke. Remember when he said, like, I'll be signing or whatever on mm-hmm. December 15th? And right, you're like, right. You can't sign anything yeah. on December 15th or January 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, so he must be talking about like he's going to announce his new commitment. And didn't he actually drop that photo on the 15th? That people are like, that was his commitment. Oh, yeah. That's so... Let me go back to the timeline again. So he dropped the photos. He visited the weekend before the 15th, right? No, the weekend of. Sunday was... I'm pretty sure the 15th was Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong weekend. Okay, yeah. So I think that was the day the video came out. Okay. That had the... The the one-on-one lined up against Coach Prime. That The thumbnail, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when that came out, and people are saying that was the announcement. So gotcha. we'll see. Um, some more news to get to. CU is hosting an alumni weekend for the spring game. Do you see that? No. That's great, man. So they're inviting everyone back. This um, is... Yeah. First of all, should be guest city for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, try At least like on Friday, try and have a couple good guests. Um, we have got the ball rolling. On some of our uh, spring game plans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the gears are in motion there. For sure. Um, so that should be an awesome weekend. It's going to be great. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to find the tweet exactly, but it's like on Friday, they're having like a big event for all the alumni and stuff. So Friday before the game, because Saturday is the game. Now the gears are really turning for yeah? me. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, but the big topic of the day, Brett McMurphy has put out a few tweets today. The Pac-12 is in trouble, it seems, man. Mm. Things are things are not progressing well when it comes to the Pac-12 and uh, the media deal. This Speaking tweet. Speaking of where there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. Feels like the smoke is billowing at this point. It's not looking great. So today, this morning, Brett McMurphy tweeted out: CBS and Turner are no are currently no longer involved in Pac-12's media rights negotiations. Yikes! Well, yeah. I don't know. We didn't really hear much about them in in the buildup. But they're like the only players left. It's Fox and ESPN at this point. ESPN seems kind of out. And Fox already just snagged up the Big 12. They have yeah. the Big 10. Um, I can't remember. I think ESPN has the SEC. No, the Big forward. 10 went to CBS. Oh, that's right. So CBS is Big 10, and I think ESPN has the SEC moving yes. forward. And then the ACC's just got this ridiculous Wasn't deal. Amazon Prime the biggest player in this? They were. Um, that was reported a while ago, but it's not looking uh, very likely. And then this tweet that just came out a little over an hour ago, Ohio State cancels a home-and-home home series with Washington in 24 and 25. Ohio State said it will abide by the terms of the contract, including any liquidated damages. The reason I think this is relevant is because this was kind of the holdup with Texas and OU leaving the SEC. There was a home-and-home home series with Texas and Michigan that was keeping Texas in the Big 12 for a year longer than they wanted to. They got that fixed with Michigan. They ended up flipping whatever the sites were, whatever the complications were. That's now allowing Texas to leave for the SEC. Okay, so I get the concern here. And again, where there's smoke, there's fire. And this is like another plume. 
But at the same time, why would this come out before anything about, you know, um, Washington going to the Big Ten? It seems to me as though if they were going to make that move, they would get this figured out behind the scenes and say, like, okay, well, let's keep this under wraps. We'll announce the move, and then we'll announce that this has been taken care of. You would think, I guess. It just doesn't make sense. Like, if the if the the conversations are so advanced that they're saying, okay, let's get the let's get out of these games that could hold things up, it just feels like that news would have broken before this. So Josh Pate from uh, sorry, from Late Kick Live. It's a CBS Sports show. He also works for Two Four Seven Sports. He replied to the Breck McMurphy tweet talking about Turner and CBS being out, and he said, Pac-12 media rights situation is ripe for a third party to facilitate a deal with a major network slash platform. Desperation plus bargain plus ability to essentially purchase a conference. So I think that's the argument for someone like Apple to come in and do that. Um, but is the value even really there at this point, I guess? And now you're not going to have USC or... UCLA, Big 12 is, they've been talking about the four-team package of Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and CU. I don't know. I just It just feels like we're moving towards the death of this conference. Yeah, and there was a podcast that came out. Who was on that podcast? I forget what it was. The one that I sent you last night. Um, it is the Marchand and Urand podcast. Um, they talked about the Pac-12 media deal in there, and in there, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. um, they said Amazon at this point only wants the top game of the week from the yes. Pac-12. So almost like a Thursday night football style thing where they're just going to do a one-off game. Right. That's not, that's not helping. No. Apple just took on the MLS, mm -hmm. um, which is an interesting one. It seems like if they're in that market, this could make sense for them could um but does that create issues of now the pac-12 is like going to be harder to watch like do you need an apple tv subscription now to watch this and stuff is that how the mls works yeah but apple tv is cheap is it yeah i don't have it <laughs> i got it for ted blasso oh okay um and now maybe there's like more expensive packages or whatever and they would have to up it for this stuff but maybe you have to buy the mls package maybe you have to buy the pac-12 package i'm sure that's a thing i think it makes it more accessible like we are past the point where streaming is like a tough thing right um you know any new tvs in the last what four years five years are smart tv enabled um you know like even like the little ones that we get for upstairs are like able yeah. to stream stuff um you don't actually have to buy an apple tv you just can get apple tv on your smart tv like I don't know. Maybe it's because the Nuggets and Avs being off of cable right. made us in this market have to learn how to stream. Like stream, like games on regular cable almost feels harder to get now right. than it is. Like, like you know, uh, I Google every weekend like what where does Leeds United play, <laughs> and it's like they're on Peacock. I'm like, cool, I have that. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's it's like e almost easier to find than like searching for a channel. True or a. Uh potentially illegal stream although i would yeah. never do that yeah of course <laughs> uh, i can't even imagine breaking such a law yeah it's um, crazy but i don't know i'm give me the money although it sounds like the problem is that it's no longer a bidding war do you think washington sees the writing on the wall though and maybe that's why they were like with texas say hey, we're gonna just try and get out of this thing um we're gonna try and move conferences this home and home that's two years out may not happen because we have to shift our whole schedule. It's possible. It's possible. If I'll tell you this. There is no one who I would rather have in charge of the buffs during a time like this than Rick George. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I mean that wholeheartedly. He is so connected in all of this stuff. You know, obviously he is on the uh, college football playoff committee. And so he is deeply intertwined with, you know, the biggest players in college football. Um, he's done TV. He was with the PGA Tour. All of this stuff, like, he is connected everywhere. And so he knows what's going on. And he is not going to let the buffs get left in the dust, especially after making mm -hmm. the most 
incredible move ever to save the buffs from a lifetime of irrelevancy. Yeah. He's not just going to be like, well, all right, well, we got Coach Prime, but the Pac-12 is going down. So are we. Like, he'll get us out of this if we have to get out of it. Oh, I agree. The situation looks so much better than it did six months ago. Yes. When you were truly wondering, like, are we going to have to take a deal and, like, potentially move to a G5 or something? Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, the biggest takeaway from this, CU, I think, is absolutely fine. But you're still going to have to find a conference to play in at some point. Definitely. So. And... It's got to be the Big Ten, Has eventually. Why are they the opening it? Why are they opening it up? Why aren't they trying to like beat the SEC and get Oregon, get CU? I don't know. Get Washington. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and some people are talking about like Utah and the Arizona schools and Colorado kind of building an alliance. Right. Um, I don't know if I want to do that. Why not? I think that we're the the most desirable. Entity out of those names. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah, you know, uh, Utah is it. obviously Utah. Yeah, but you would know better than I. Does Utah really make a a dent in the Salt Lake City market? Like, are they? Um, I mean, they're definitely. I mean, it's a jazz like city for sure. But Utah is out there. I guess. I mean, I guess they don't have an NFL team, so no, that helps. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, may, I like Colorado and Utah. I don't know. I don't really know what the Arizona schools do for us. Basketball. Phoenix is a big market, but I would just I would rather be on my own than being like tethered down by Arizona State. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Interesting times we live in right now for sure. We'll put a bookmark in this uh and reevaluate once the next uh Ooh, nice little breaking news, news from E Love here. What's that? Up to number two in the transfer portal rankings. Oh, there we go. Some someone uh some rankings must have come through, some ratings. Well, we'll have to check that out. But before, I'm going to tell you guys about our friends over at Jive Hive, a virtual dispensary on wheels. Say you want to get past those potentially awkward interactions at the dispensary, or maybe you just want weed delivered straight to your door or wherever you work. Jive Hive has you covered. Just visit jivehive.com. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. And get your order delivered the same day or scheduled delivery window. They'll be there to say hi. Head over to jivehive.com and enter your address to find out if Jive Hive can deliver to your door. Now serving in Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument, Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-B-E.com. Don't drive, Jive Hive. Big mm -hmm. homies at Jive Hive. Yes. Uh, we had a great time with them last week for the Nuggets game. I had a great time going to Legal Pete's today. Shout out to our friends Let's again. Let's go. Endless options of fresh ingredients. Or you can just go get my go-to chicken burrito, which just never misses. Your reverse nachos. Reverse nachos, yeah. Taquitos, whatever you want, they got it. Um, you can also grab one of their three or four new margaritas. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I saw you guys trying those. Yeah. Well, one of them was straight uh, tequila. That, that was so. hilarious. I can't believe that no, no one in that video said, is this straight tequila? I don't know, man. It was early. We uh, <laughs> It was just a bad time. Early margs. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Um, but anyways, Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Shout out Illegal Pete's. Let's play a game, Ryan. Did we look at those uh, portal rankings? Oh, portal rankings, yes. <laughs> um, say something. I'm going to try and okay. find this real quick. <laughs> uh, someone <laughs> in the comments said, what did they say? Uh, they're acting like Shador plays peewee football. Is that because he wasn't ranked high enough in the portal rankings? Um, so they definitely that. are up to number two now. I can okay. tell you that. Let's go. Just can behind LSU. Wow. Um, I wonder whose rating came in. Seen a lot of T's, but I again, I don't know who and who wasn't rated before. So we got transfer ratings for Kendrick Breedlove, Taylor Upshaw, not Jordan Dominic, Tavion Beasley for Leonard Payne. So Leonard Payne, I think, is an updated one, and it shows like a little like up chart mark. So okay. from his high school ranking. Okay. So I think he's rated better than he was coming out of high school. Great. Love to see that. Um, no one else has the little thing, but there you go. Up to second in this year's class, or this year, I guess, because the portal's still open through May. Okay. LSU, so though, go. only has like 11 commits, 11 transfers in. All right. Um, I have, I guess, uh, a little birdie. 
uh-huh. on uniforms. Oh, uniform news. So, from what I've heard, there is a holdup in terms of getting full new uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought if it's Coach Prime, everyone should drop everything and get it done for him. Yeah. Uh, apparently some people in high places don't think the same way as me. Uh, that's on them. That being said, from what I've heard, the goal is to have updated uniforms, meaning they can make tweaks and changes to the existing options. Okay. So I heard some more details that weren't quite as, you know, this is all just piecing together little chirps that I hear. Okay. Um, but I've heard some cool ideas. They have some cool ideas of things that they're going to do to spice up what they have now in place of getting a whole new set, which will take a little more time. So for this season? This season. Love that. Tweaks. Okay. Do you have a timeline at all? No. And that's the interesting part of this okay. is that they are – like they are essentially getting preferential treatment in the sense that they're going to allow them to do this, mm-hmm. but the timeline makes it difficult. So it could just be one of those things where it's just like they are wearing them as soon as they get them. Wow. So there you go. All right. I love that. Um, I've got some news I'd like to share. Have I ever told you the story of how I um, like broke the news of the most recent uniform update? <laughs> no. So this is crazy. I was out at the, I was in college. Um, I want to say like junior year, I just turned 21 and I was out with my friends at the bars drinking. It's like 1am. I get a DM from, uh, like a listener slash subscriber. Um, this was early. So I guess it was senior year. Uh, and this was very early days of BSN. Mm Mm-hmm. They said they were doing the updates on the Champion Center, and they had a camera, a construction camera, so like people could tune in and just see how things are going. Oh. They said, yo, go to the construction camera right now. They're doing a photo shoot on the field for the new uniforms. Wow. So I got on there and screenshotted uh, <laughs> with the, the, you know, the, the people down there on the field. So it was like, first look, CU's new uniforms, and like... It was like pretty grainy and you yeah. couldn't really see, but like did like a million views on the site. I was so hyped. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like half lit putting this together at 1 a.m. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll get a different kind of leak. Maybe Bucky and Darius come through for us on that front. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be exciting. Bucky's um, got to be careful in the snow. D- <laughs> My man. <laughs> I saw it. We, we, we uh, he's got, a, new, he's got a, a Bronco on the way. We talked about it last week, though, when he showed the Corvette. He was like, I'm getting snow tires on it. And I was all, I don't know if that's going to help you out with this. Yep. And uh, sure enough, he found out the hard way today. <sighs> that was funny. He, he took it well, too. <laughs> he I, did. I can't believe. I, I think the original person who recorded that did not realize it was Bucky. No. But then Bucky posted the video of his car in the garage, and then Barstool put it together yep. with that video. Good stuff. Hilarious. Uh, I watched the first half of 6236 last night. Let's go. I'm going to finish it up today, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. So this is actually a great um, homework assignment for the listeners. We're going to talk about some 6236 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Jake, you should tweet out the link. Okay. Uh, so anyone who wants to join us, because someone else tweeted at us last night, like watching this for the first yep. time. Heck, I might even watch it again for like the, I don't know, 345th <laughs> time yeah. tonight. So there you go. There's the homework. Watch 6236 tonight. Yep, I'll put the tweet out. Um, it's been a hell of a watch so far. It's one of the most dominant run game O-line performances you'll ever see. Yeah, it also gave me a, quite a bit of nostalgia just for the my childhood from mm. being from 2001 and stuff. Just even like the score, the ESPN exactly. score bug. Seeing the old ABC Sports logo. Yeah. Like I, I, have, I don't want to give all my takes out, but I really wish they had like the commercials kind of in the full broadcast. Just so you could see. Just so I could see. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Brent Musburger, you're looking live. Yep. Gary Danielson? I didn't know. Did you know Gary Danielson was with uh, Brent Musburger? Yes, that's who it is. That's that's great. Crazy. Um, All right, let's play a game. Okay. Today we're going to play Buy or Sell. I've got some intriguing storylines here. 
that I'm going to throw out for you that you haven't seen yet. Okay. Are you ready? Are we ready? Yes. Let's do it. First one. In Coach Prime's tenure at Colorado, the Buffs will have the top recruiting class in the country. And this is buy or sell? Buy or sell. I'm absolutely buying that. Yeah? Um, I think they're going to get close this year. And so if they can get close in year one, mm -hmm. and then they can start winning, I just have, like, the only – there's a few differences. The biggest difference right now between – that's stopping Colorado from being the number one recruiting class is they don't have recent success. Mm-hmm. As soon as they get the recent success, like, it's going to come down to Alabama, Georgia, or CU, in my opinion. For sure. And it's just going to be up to them to, you know, win the way that those schools do. We've seen in the past, like, 10 years, Ole Miss and, like, Texas A&M and a lot of these schools kind of go up and, whoa, where did they come from? Number one recruiting class. Those kind of felt fake at times, though, and I think CU has the same way, ability to do that, but it's going to be a lot more real. It's not going to be based around NIL and false promises like Ole Miss and all those schools were, so I definitely think that's in play as well. Next one, Alyssa. I also think the NIL ridiculous bullshit is going to die very soon. I think so, too. They're going to start – they have to put more rules in. Even if they don't, those kids aren't buying it anymore. You yeah. know, like the Rashadas and – uh, you know, all the Texas A&M kids, like mm -hmm. they're all kind of cautionary tales for the rest of the country. Like, don't go, don't just follow the money because it, it, it's not as, yep. you know, cut and dry as it seems. Yep. Next one, whenever you're ready, Alyssa. Everyone in the comments is buying that, by the way. Love that. <laughs> there are three future Power Five head coaches on Colorado's coaching staff right now. Not including Coach Prime. Not of including Coach Prime, of course. So Sean Lewis is one we've yeah, talked about. That's a that's a given. It's a lock in my opinion. Andre Hart is on the staff. Yep. Future is anytime ever. Anytime. You got Vincent Dancy, who was yep. a coach at Mississippi Valley State. Yep. Um, I mean, you got guys like Kevin Mathis, who have been ten-year NFL pro, been coaching for quite a while now. Charles Kelly. Charles Kelly, you can throw his name in there. He is on the older end of the spectrum, though. Brew has done it before. Brew. Uh, Bartoloni. Nick Williams? All right, I'm going to buy it just because I think w some stocks are going to rise that we aren't mm -hmm. quite yet aware of. Um, like a Nick Williams one day yes. could end up being a head coach. For sure. Um, it feels like he has like that aura about him. Um, I, you know, uh, I believe Coach Hart mm -hmm. when he said in... It was the Coach Prime documentary. In the doc, Yes. Like, I love him, and I trust him, because one day I'm going to be a head coach because of him. I believe him when he says that. So, uh, I'll, I'll ride for it. Three or more. I think so, too. I think the, the first guys I mentioned, Lawrence has him there, too. Coach Lewis, Coach Hart, Coach Dancy are going to be head coaches eventually. And then coach Nick Williams. Kelly, like, how is someone not going to hire Charles Kelly if he goes and, and puts together like a top five, you know, he's the lead recruiter on a top right. five recruiting class again this year he could get recruiter of the year again next year like someone's just gonna be like hey forget all, everything else we'll just get guys it's kind of amazing he hasn't been like talked about for more head coach openings just yeah. the work he did at florida state didn't really hear his name thrown out after that now the work he's done at alabama and then he's gonna do this stuff at cu we'll watch a video later you haven't seen it from the buffs twitter right no we'll watch it it's on coach kelly it'll get you hyped all right, next one. Whenever you're ready, Alyssa. This year, the Buffs offensive line earns Joe Moore Award finalist for one of the best offensive lines in the country. I got to sell. Yeah? I got to sell on that one. I got to see it mm -hmm. before I, I believe that. Like, I want to see good offensive line play. Mm -hmm. That's like my – like, if I see that, I'm going to be happy. I'm yeah. going to be a happy man. That's We're talking about great to elite offensive line play. Um, they have some dudes – They've certainly upgraded from what they had. I don't know if they have it like that quite yet. Someone asked me again yesterday, where are the trench players? And I kind of went through it and looked at all the additions they made. Um, and then you factor in the guys like Tank and Van Wells. I think we're going to be very pleasantly surprised by the caliber of this offensive line play. Uh, Jake, if you, put, if you protect Shador Sanders, it's over. 
Like, the only thing stopping this offense is penalties and sacks and mm-hmm. missed assignments on the offensive line. Yep. I, I, I feel very passionately about that. Like, this dude, when in a clean pocket, is going to dice anyone. Mm-hmm. He's going to be impressive. People are sleeping on him. I think they are, too. And um, I don't know. Were we going to talk about the well-off um, walking around Folsom video? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. Because I, I have a take on that that relates to this. We got, uh, we're halfway through this. Once we do that, we'll talk about that. Next one, Alyssa, whenever you're ready. The Buffs will have multiple, or they have multiple top 10 draft picks on their roster right now. Bye. Travis and... I feel like Travis and Cormani are just like the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I go... I, I That sounds crazy, I think. But I just go back to that composite all-time ratings yep. graphic, which had should, uh, Travis Hunter as the number one all-time comp- highest-rated composite corner. Um, and Cormani McLean is number nine. Number 10 on the list was Pat Sertan II, mm-hmm. a top 10 draft pick. Um, so that graphic has me thinking, like, those two guys w- should go in the top 10 when all is said and done. That being said, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if Shador uh, yep. ends up in that conversation. What about Dylan Edwards potentially down the line? It's hard for running backs. But if he becomes this slash player... So, like, Christian McCaffrey would be the comp? Ish, yeah. Debo-ish. Both of those guys are a lot bigger than he is. True, but the kid is only 18. Yeah. I'll say no to that, but I think that there's three strong candidates, and I'm probably forgetting someone. Demoy Kennedy got hype yesterday. My guy. (laughs) My guy. (laughs) All right. It's possible. Top 10 for a linebacker is also very difficult. It is. That's why I just go like, it's edge rusher, corner, quarterback, and then like insane playmaker at any other position. Like if you're an insane playmaker at wide receiver or whatever it may be, right. um, you, can, you can climb. But really, you know, edge rusher, quarterback, corner, and offensive line are the, pl- the guys that go that early usually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any offensive linemen that are quite in that conversation yet. What about Savion Washington? I think he's going to be drafted for sure. Mm-hmm. Top 10 draft pick. I mean, think of like the guys that you're thinking of top 10 uh, to be to go in the top 10 this year. Right. Like Skoronsky and all those guys. Yeah, like it's a top 10 is you're expected to be a star the second that you step on the field in the NFL. True. Next one, Alyssa. By the time we get to the TCU game. A lot of people are mentioning Traore as a potential top 10 pick. Again, another position where you just rarely see it. Yep. Like, it's like one in a while. Um, So you had Kyle Pitts. He's considered, like, the best tight end draft prospect ever. Um, TJ Hawkinson. Yep. Um. I mean, it's like one a year, maybe, and it's usually less than that. It's like maybe one every two years. Bowers will be up there, too. Yep, but he's like... Right. I love Seydoux Traore. Brock Bowers is like a freak of nature. Yeah. So if we were talking about first-round picks, all of these guys start to be more in the conversation. Top 10 is... That's the elite of the elite. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's the question? By the time we get to the TCU game, 20 players will have left the program. (laughs) 20 additional players. No, 20 players have left the program. Players on the roster now. Yes, yes, yes. 20 more than we than have left yes, right now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what are they at right now? Total players? Yeah. So they're at, I think, 94. So they're technically only nine scholarships over. But they're going to add. But they are going to add. I'm going to say it's just under this number. Okay. Um. So somewhere in the 15 to 19 range. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we quite get to 20. I think it's going to be like what you said. If, if it's not close to 20, it's 
or if it isn't 20, it's damn near close. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of difficult conversations that happen over the next few months. Last one. And going back to one of our main topics of today, is this the last year of Pac-12 football? Buy or sell? I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but right now it feels like yes. Um, it's nothing is pointing in their direction. Mm-hmm. You've lost USC and UCLA. That's a done deal. You're not like, I feel like they kind of missed on getting a deal inked in the original coach prime wave. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not great. Different places are dropping out like flies right now. That's not great. The report about Washington, while I, I think might be overblown and just bad timing for it to come out right then, that's not great. It is one thing after another, Jake. Lots of cells in the comments, by the way. Of the Pac-12 hurting. Now, I can also see a scenario where they ink their deal. It's not amazing, but it's not terrible. They get SDSU and S- SMU, mm-hmm. and you know that buys them five more years. Yeah. But I think the longer that this this TV negotiation goes on, the more guys like Rick George are calling up their people saying, hey, we might have to bounce off this sinking ship. And they didn't think they were going to have to do that maybe even a month ago. But if you put these schools in this position, like Colorado obviously has already seen massive dividends from getting Coach Prime. But one of the reasons why they ponied up that money that they admittedly didn't have was because of this media rights deal. Mm -hmm. They might, you know, schools are going to have to start making tough decisions here soon. And so they, I think the the clock is seriously ticking on the Pac-12. Right now, I'll buy it. Wow. I think I'm getting very, very close to that as well. It's just not looking good, man. Um, I don't know. The Big 12, I think, really kind of jumped the ship and really put the Pac-12 in a really, really tough place. By doing what? Just by jumping that media deal, also mm-hmm. jumping them in terms of expansion, getting the four teams, even though they're not in the Pac-12's area. Yep. I mean, they were the conference after the Big Ten and the SEC went um, for expansion. It was the Big 12 who really jumped on it, not the Pac-12. Yep. So the Pac-12 has just been, been on the back foot of this going back for, I don't know, three, four years. And I think we'll end up looking back and thanking USC and UCLA for going to the Big Ten because that expanded the footprint. Yeah, literally right in the middle of Southern California and Big Ten country is Colorado. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you'd assume that next steps would be getting more Pacific schools yep. or uh, potentially Colorado in there. Um, okay, Alyssa, I sent you a couple of tweets. Can you pull up the one from CU Buffs football? It's about Coach Kelly. I want to show this to RK. Coach Kelly kind of talks about his defense for the first time. Let's do that. And his expectations for um, this year. Okay. Um, Probably the – yeah, it's the video. Yes, please. That would be sweet. All right, first thing, it's good to have everybody in here as a group, okay? So what we are wanting to do starting today, all right, you guys have been in the weight room, you've been on the field running, you've already started creating habits. What we want to do is continue creating the right habits. Every little thing counts. Every little thing is important. So where do we start right here? So I want you to follow along up here and we're going to talk about our philosophy of our defense. And I said this the first meeting, okay? This is our defense. This is not where I came from, Alabama's defense. This is the University of Colorado's defense. The trademark of the Colorado defense is aggressive and physical play. We will be physically strong at the line of scrimmage and we will hustle and we will pursue relentlessly. We will be hard and sure tacklers. We will be successful on defense if we give 100% physical effort 
play with physical toughness and do not make mental mistakes. What I just read, you control every bit of that. I don't care how much ability you have, that right there, you control it. You control it every day you go out there. Let me tell you this, and it's not in there. All right. Our results as a unit will always be about us. It won't ever be about the opponent. It will be about what we do. How about that, Ryan? In the in the words of Bucky, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> How does that not get you hyped? That you does, can't watch that and not be hyped. That fires me up, man. Um it's fucked up how long we have to wait to see it's, that defense on the it's field. <laughs> it's so messed up, dude. Like uh, in the video with uh, with Bucky walking around the stadium, mm -hmm. I think Coach Prime at the end is just like, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait, yep. I can't wait. And I'm just like, ah, yes, <laughs> speaking my language <laughs> I here. I can't wait either. Um, MC in the comments said, has CU Buff Social always had this production value? That video is tough. Actually, yes. Um, so John Snelson mm -hmm. is in charge of the video program at CU, CU Video, and he is an absolute beast in the industry. Um, he's worked on 30 for 30s. He's done, you know, personal video for some big stars. Um, he was part of the team for a long time and then kind of went off and did his own thing. That's when he worked on the 30 for 30 and stuff like that. And then he came back to Colorado mm -hmm. in the last few years. Him and Jamie Guy headed up that operation. Uh, Jamie, it looks like, has, has since moved on uh, in the last week or so. But oh, wow. we have always dominated in that regard when it comes to those types of hype videos. There are – maybe that's it actually a list we can put together. Some of just like the old – there's this one with Lawrence Vickers. Uh-huh uh talking about just like what it means to be a buff and what it means to play in Folsom Field and Lawrence Vickers is one of the biggest badasses I've ever seen play college football um and that one goes insane so uh, maybe I'll f I'll dig up some uh, and create a watch list um especially cuz like we can talk about games that's so a long watch these are like 10 right. minute watches you know yeah. Did uh were those people associated with like the rise videos and stuff yes, like that Yes that's all them Okay Yep. Uh, yeah. Social and uh, like video content for social from CU has always been pretty damn good. Video, yeah, for sure. Video content is one that I think we've been one of the best in the country for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like at least starting when I was in college, you know, yep. 2010. Speaking of uh, when you were in college. Yes. Oh, boy. Alyssa, I sent you another tweet at the very bottom of our Slack channel. If you wouldn't mind sharing that one with the people. And so that we can look back on. Oh uh, boy! Look at our guy RK <laughs> on the very right there. I told you I used to bring it like that. <laughs> I tried to tell you guys I used to bring it like that. I told him he looks like a character in the Grand Theft Auto like loading screens. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> I'm just saying in a past life, uh, Miami Vice RK and No Hat Jake yeah. do some damage on the town. We might have to bring them back out <laughs> together at the same time, man. <laughs> I can't believe that that resurfaced. That is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Ted for that. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the homie Ted on Folsom Field. That was a spring game, which I assume is why he, um, you know, why Going he back, went, yeah. went and brought. I think it was, or maybe it was a early season game. Um, it's funny that this comes up though after I got ratioed on Twitter for saying I'd never seen Mash, <laughs> um, because that day everyone was like, "Oh, you going for the Miami Vice look?" Talking about the TV show, and I was like, uh -huh. I've never seen that show, so I have no idea. I don't know. Did you get roasted? They're all that? like, What are you talking? You've never <laughs> seen Miami Vice? I'm like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Oh, man. Oh, that's funny. It was fantastic. I love seeing that come across my timeline. Uh, uh, get your questions in now, guys. Hit that see, thumbs up. See, Don button. Johnson. That's what everyone kept calling me. There that you day. go. <laughs> I was like, I've played Grand Theft Auto, Miami Vice. <laughs> Wasn't that what it was called? Vice City. Vice City, yes. Yep. But Saint, it was. It's that, Miami. That's the idea. Yeah. yeah. Vice City, there you go. Yep. Killed a lot of hours in my youth playing that game. Young um. Pat McAfee. <laughs> Sonny Crockett. Do you know who that is? No idea. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know? 
<laughs> oh no we're gonna get roasted again that's awesome uh hit that thumbs up guys get your comments in before we get to questions shout out to DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba are we still on just bet everything Nikola Jokic at this point? Yes, that's all I ever do. Okay, great. In fact, I would be so much better off in my betting life if I just decided, like, if I just stuck to it. If they're not playing, I'm not betting. But then, you know, I'm betting Arsenal live money line in the <laughs> Champions League today because it was on in the office. Yep. I'm like, I might as well get some action on this and then I lose. Yeah, I've got Formula One starting up, so uh, I'm gonna. I can't wait to. Is waste that money your moneymaker? Oh, okay. No, you can't. The odds on that are kind of crazy sometimes. Like what? Because so, it's like golf, right? Like yeah. So you yeah. can like bet like someone to finish top six, and like if you know they're good at a particular track. Like I won like a hundred plus on some guy who was like don't plus. be don't be like gatekeeping those picks now. I'll, I'll share when I can. All right, all right. It's tough though because uh, I mean the season's starting. New cars are coming out. The new cars are looking. Fire, oh, by the way, go. man. Don Johnson's character in Miami Vice is Sonny Crockett. <laughs> uh, that, that makes sense. It was all go. one thing. Uh, pick of the week for DraftKings. Bet Max Verstappen to win the Formula One title again this year. The guy's a machine. He's like minus 120 right now. It's probably going to be the best odds you get all season long. Uh, the Nuggets play tonight. Do you have a pick in that game? Yeah, I've got Jokic triple-double. Now, this is crazy, Jake. It's in minus odds now. Yoke to get a triple-double is minus 105. That's ridiculous. There was a there was a time this season where you could get that at like plus three hundred. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Now he does it so often that it's in the minus. What's crazy is you can also get Luka Doncic double double at minus one hundred five, mm. um, which I think is actually great value. Apparently, he hasn't been racking up the assists quite as much now that Kyrie's on the floor. Yep. So triple double is actually plus a thousand, which I don't even think it is completely not worth throwing a little sprinkle on well there you go shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code DMVR new customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly again only at DraftKings Sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 great point in the comments NFL you know Sunday ticket is going to YouTube TV it is and I so, can't wait for that so every yeah exactly so that's how you should feel about the Pac-12 I would love if the Pac-12 went to YouTube TV they should go to YouTube TV just, isn't such a good product well we're getting to this point where it's like how many subscription services am I gonna I know. buy well that's like it's like everything comes full circle right yeah everyone's like wait you buy cable you have to buy every channel mm -hmm. now it's like well you got to buy all the streaming services yep or just know people Oh, well, shout out to Henry for his sling because <laughs> that's been getting me through basketball season for sure. That's awesome. Um, and then also real quick before we get to questions, shout out to Box and Shanker. Box and Shanker have won over $1 billion for Colorado families. Uh, it's a bit icy on the roads out there. If you get in an accident, you get hurt, hit up Box and Shanker. Uh, best part about them, no fees to speak with them about your case, no fees when they work on your case, and no fees unless they win money for you. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222. Find out if you have a case for free. Box and Shanker wins. Also, real quick shout-out to our guy, Cole Cook. Happy birthday. He had his birthday yesterday. DMVR oh, happy birthday, guy. Cole. Yes, an OG. Yep. Uh, questions? All right. Whenever you're ready. Let's do it. Oh, by the way, 166 likes? Yeah. Bronco Show got 200 today. We can't get beat by the Bronco yeah, Show. come on. We got to. I am on. <laughs> wow. Campaigning against the Bronco Show. Crazy. I just, you know, the, we have a larger audience. That's true. Which is crazy. Yep. But it's it true now. It's wild. You need to tell the Broncos fan to stop hating on Jerry Judy, by the way. I have no idea what the deal is with that, dude. I don't, I don't want to get into it here, but I guess... Broncos fans in drops. Yeah. Like, as soon as DT? you drop more than like three passes, you're dead to yeah. Broncos fans. DT got it too. Dude, it I spent my no whole sense. life defending DT. I was like, he's he might have a couple drops a season, but he is the best receiver in Broncos history. So, you know, appreciate him. DCB asks, has Matt McChesney been interviewed yet? That guy gets me pumped up. Question mark? <laughs> I think it's everyone pumped up. Um, we definitely had him on this show before, just not yet in the coach prime era. Yep. That, that'll happen. We'll get him. He's a... He's like, I would consider him a good friend. Yeah. Um, we'll get him back. By the way, Matt McChesney on the field, 62-36. There you go. Uh, Noah asks, top five alumni you guys want to see come for the spring game. Cordell? Yep. 
Cordell for sure. Um, I mean, oh, I, like all of these guys are going to be there. Michael Westbrook. Yeah. Um, Jeremy you know, Bloom. Jeremy Bloom. That's a good one. Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt. Okay, so we've got four. And then my guy, my all-time favorite buff, Chris Brown. There you go. What if we get like Bakhtiari, Chidobe, oh, yeah. current guys? That's a good. That that's good. Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be great. Philip, he needs to be on the show. Philip Lindsay, dude. That guy. I love that guy. One of the best, just like pure passion leaders. You know, not like you're like give you a really heartfelt speech leader. Mm -hmm. Just like a I'm gonna be so intensely fiery about this game that you can't help but be fired up yep those first two years of him as a bronco were just they were tough years but man he made them a lot easier to yes, watch he did. yes he did uh next question smoke what's up man did you guys see the article about what if cu's recruiting class was in the big 12 i did not um what mm -mm. outlet is that from let me know and i'll look that up uh, especially if we gotta have time be on something along the lines of like i already yeah. checked the athletic today so it's not on there i don't think I would just assume it would, it's about how high our recruiting class would be because, you know, mm -hmm. USC, UCLA both had good recruiting classes. Oregon had a good recruiting class. Washington had a good recruiting class. So, like, we're competing with big-time recruiting classes, whereas in the Big 12, especially if you remove Texas and Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Chris Fowler would be a good uh, one to get him on yeah. the show. Kind of crazy. Chris Fowler, who's, like, the voice of college football on ESPN, and Joel Klatt, I know. who's the voice of college football on Fox – both went to see you. I didn't know Fowler was a buff till recently. Really? Yeah. That's all. Yeah, he's... I, of course, knew Clap, but yep. yeah, I was a bit surprised to learn Fowler was. Well, he hasn't really had much reason to talk about the buffs recently. So. Fair. Fair. Big TZ, what's up? Who would be your next choice for OC in the future? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that's so hard to say, but they do have Brett Bartoloni on staff. He did coach the offense at JSU. Yeah. Garrett Riley. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe after Kenny Dillingham doesn't make it at ASU, oh, he comes to <laughs> He'll still be young. He will be like the youngest offensive yeah. coordinator in the country still. Uh, LaVisca's a good one, too. Oh, LaVisca. EB. Oh, yeah. EB is a great one. Vickers. There you go. All-timer. Angela, again, in the comments, she asked, Jake and RK, have you seen the new... Did you see this in the well-off video? Sure did. Uh, the We Come in Hoodies 303... And then we'll see you set the record for merchandise sales. I mean, it for their own self, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I like that 303 one a lot. Yeah. Uh, in all of it, really. Mm -hmm. I, I've wanted, I, I've been trying to get us to make a We Coming shirt. Um, but those are fire. I think uh, it's just the beginning of a lot of cool and new merch we're going to see yes, coming out of definitely. CU. Definitely. Um, Jared asking, RK. <laughs> Better CSU play Vickers truck stick touchdown or lightning bolt oh. touchdown pass? Such a good question. Um, <laughs> the Vickers one is more iconic. The lightning bolt touchdown, though, like is so engraved into my memory in terms of like the Vickers touchdown has been replayed so many times that I remember it for the replay. Mm -hmm. Whereas the touch, the lightning bolt touchdown to Derek McCoy, um, I can I can relive it in my head like over and over again. So what happened is they're playing CSU at Mile High, and it's raining like real yeah. intense. And I can't remember if the rain delay happened before or after or both. But Joel Clatt drops back to pass, hits his back foot, lets one fly deep post, and like the second Derek McCoy catches it wide open over the middle, lightning just strikes like close. So like you hear the explosion of the crowd because it's about to be a long touchdown. And then, like, this huge crack of lightning. That's amazing. And, like, there's, like, a sick picture of it. Um, that was, man, that was amazing. I think Joel Klatt threw for over 400 yards in that game. Um, I want to say that was the same one. Jeremy Bloom had a big late catch uh, that got the buffs down to the goal line. So, while the Vickers one is definitely more iconic, me personally, that the memory of that lightning bolt is so deeply ingrained. Um, I'm gonna need to check those out. Yes. Uh, shout out to Charlie in the comments. Uh, says, "Great show, guys. You have me waking up at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday to catch it live." 6 a.m. That's got to be like all the way across the world. Yeah. If it's 3 p.m., that's got to be like <laughs> yeah. what Japan? Aust yeah, Australia. Something. 
Um, Let us know. I kind of messed up. Let's talk about the Coach Prime video okay. of him walking around Folsom. Yes. Um, first of all, I'm glad. I, I love when like Coach Prime says something that I tried to tell everyone. Yeah. Like when I said it's not that cold, which obviously has been a big part of their message. But this one, no bad seats in Folsom. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to tell her there literally are no bad seats in Folsom. And I actually didn't think the camera was going to do it justice, but it really did. When he's like, Bucky, show them what I'm looking at right now. And they're like at the very top row in the end zone on the south side. And, you know, Bucky pans over and it's just like, oh, yeah, you can see the field perfectly from there. Yep. Um, even I, I wanted I was hoping he would know, uh, know this and say it. But you know how uh, he goes all the way and he's like, this is the minus 20 yard line. Yeah. And he was like, still a good seat. I wanted him to be like, actually, this is a bad seat, but this is where we put the away fans. <laughs> because that is, you yeah. know, when uh, when other schools come to town, that minus 20 yard line is where we stick their fans. Yeah. Um, right under the press box. <laughs> but yeah, between that and like him just soaking it, anytime he's out there and just like soaking in the view, it's so great. Um, but the one that got me the most is him just being, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't yep. wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. I'm like, me either, coach. Yep. Um, I mean, just his insights when he's doing his walk around the field, I thought were awesome. Just hearing the man like kind of think out loud and just yep. being thankful just for everything that's gone through in his career. Um, it did make me a little sad. He's like, I wish I could run. I know. It's like, ah, man, I wish you could too, coach. I know. It's, uh, it's a real talent that I think is underappreciated. The fact that he can just walk and talk like that. Yeah. Like Bucky's not like interviewing him. Right. He's yeah, just he's talking. just going. Yeah. yeah. It's a stream of consciousness. Yep. Um, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do that for that long. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a special guy, man. One of a kind. Also, I felt like we got a better, like up close look of the, uh, the whistle chain. Yes. In that video. Yes. <laughs> what a, what a thing of beauty. It is. What an absolute 100% thing of beauty. real too, by the way. Oh, I, I believe that. Yep. I surely believe that. Um, yeah, man, that was a cool one. That was a really cool one. And I'm like, this is like a, a, a dream come true for me. Just seeing people tweet at me saying like, I, f I watched 6236. Like, here are my takeaways. I'm like, man, they're getting to experience 6236 for the first time. That's the coolest thing ever. Like, mm -hmm. uh, and, and when the season rolls around, I just know we're going to have so many people that are in the comments every day saying like, um, I'm coming. Like, I'm coming yeah. for the game. I, I can't wait to experience Boulder for the first time and, and mm -hmm. Folsom for the first time. Like, the thought of, like, I think about this all the time whenever I go home to Boulder because I don't, you know, it's a, it's a 25-minute drive. I don't go that much, though. Right. And, like, when I drive over that hill coming over to over 36, I'm like, wow. I wish I could remember what it was like the first time I saw this. But since I grew up there, like, that was – I was three years old or whatever or yeah. younger. Um and so, like, the thought that, like, all these people are going to get that experience of leaving DIA, hitting the highway, coming in on 36 and just, like, driving over that hill for the first time. You see the Boulder Valley and the mountains and everything. I'm just like, that has to be such an insane thing to see for the first time. Yep. Can't wait, man. It's going to be so much fun. Um, and shout out to the grounds crew. The field looks great still. It really does. I couldn't believe that because, you know, the first time they showed it in the video... I was like, oh, you can see the field. It feels like the first time we've been able to see the field yeah. in one of these videos. I was like, that's surprisingly not terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have football very soon. Just a few months away or a few weeks away. Prime trying to build a coaching tree. Who you like for future OCs moving forward? Snap uh, Super chat from Big TZ. Uh, I just I think he's gonna go outside. I think he's gonna go outside. Like the way that he went and got Sean Lewis was really impressive to me. Yep, he's got so much reach and power within the coaching ranks that yep. really he can just kind of pull whoever he wants. So. Yep, for sure. That that's what I envision happening. I mean, Sean Lewis. I think it's great to have him this year. I don't think we're all expecting to have him very much long term, but he's gonna lay I think the foundation for what this offense is going to look like under Coach Prime. He yeah. wants to play fast. He played fast. They were playing air raid stuff in Jackson State. So excited for this. Well, who, I'm trying to think, like, who else runs this offense that Sean Lewis runs? It's a little bit Baylor, a little bit air raid. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Um, Kind of Wake Foresty. Oh. Wake Forest does that. I don't. I forget what they call it, like delayed mesh. Yep, yep. I don't know. That's impossible. 
Well, they just in terms of pace of play, like slow mesh. Is that what they call it? Slow mesh. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what they call it, but that quarterback yeah. has the uh, that ball in the running back's belly for like three seconds. They're walking together. Yes, I'm like, what? That seems so hard to defend. Yeah, um, but they ran a ton of plays the last yep. five years. They were up there in terms of pace of play. So uh, Tennessee is a good one. Uh, shout out to Elvin in the comments for that. For what it's worth, Camonte. Uh, um, they said Sean Lewis is replaceable. Coach Prime isn't. Couldn't agree more. But Sean Lewis is a beast. Yep. Next question. I think we only have one more. Lamar asking, do you guys think Coach Bartoloni will assume the role as OC after Sean Lewis' departure? He had the number six offense in the FCS at 38 points per game. I mean, yeah, he's definitely up there. And the fact that when Coach Prime needed an OC at Jackson State and he called Mike Leach and Mike Leach said, Brett Bartoloni's your guy, um, it's yeah. high praise. I don't like all this Sean Lewis departure talk. I just want to enjoy Sean Lewis. Yeah, I know. For a year. It sucks. At least. We'll get that year. All right. Is that it? Yep, that's it. Boom. 208 cool. likes. Let's go. Um, all right. Homework, guys. Watch 6236 tonight. You'll tweet out the link. I'll tweet out the link. I'll links. retweet him. Yep. They'll be on Buffs, too, um, if you want to go to that account. But um, yeah, see you guys tomorrow. Hell yeah. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.